Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast, long on truth, for the race to know Jesus. The Book of Revelation, Episode 104, The Angel and the Little Scroll, Episode 3. We continue considering the mighty angel John sees in Revelation 10, and this comes from a number of resources. His legs were like pillars of fire. The fourth reason we believe this mighty angel had to be Christ is that the text says that his legs were like pillars of fire. The pillars seem to refer to the pillar of fire and cloud in Exodus 14 that brought the children of Israel through the wilderness. We're told in Exodus 13, 12 through 21, that the Lord himself was walking in that fiery, cloudy pillar in the wilderness with his people. It's wonderful that though Christ's body has ascended to heaven, he is there bodily for us at the right hand of the Father. There is also a real sense by his spirit that Christ in his power and grace is walking with us now. He is walking with us, our churches. He walks in the midst of his people now, covering, protecting us, leading, sustaining us. Though sadly, he will not be seen by the eyes of the unbelieving. Verse 2 gives us a fifth reason we consider the mighty angel to be Christ. Think of Revelation 5, 3 and 4. No man on earth and no man in heaven was able to open the book. But then in verse 5, And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. No angel could open that book. The only one who could open it has, to, has it spread out in his hand, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ, the mighty angel, messenger of the covenant. He alone can open the book of the future, the book of the decrees where God determines and executes all that will transpire at the end. The sixth reason this mighty angel must be Christ is in verse 3. He cried out with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. We've seen in Revelation 5, 5 that he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Since it is the voice of God that goes out from this mighty angel, it has to be God who is personally present in him. Psalm 29 tells us something about the voice of God. It is the same voice in this angel who must be God's son. In Psalm 29, 3, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is upon the waters. Remember, this angel had one foot in the water or on the water. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the hinds to calve and discovers the forest and in his temple does everyone speak of his glory. This is the voice of the Son of God ringing out over the sea and the land with a supernatural and majestic tone that is responded to in a seven-fold peal of thunder. He is the mighty angel who is behind everything that is happening on the sea and the land. And there is a lot of anxiety in the countries of this world, including ours, facing terrorism and all kinds of conflicts and tragedies. But one thing we have to keep in mind, it is the angel of the covenant, the mighty Christ himself, who has charge of the sea 
and the land and the skies. We are under his oversight, under his protection. We'll continue looking at this angel next time. Thanks for listening.